Welcome in to another edition of the Fresh Take Podcast brought to you by Craig's Power Equipment. On this week's edition, we have a very, very special guest. We have the voice of the CU Buffs, Mark Johnson, to talk about CU basketball. But more importantly, CU has started spring football practice, their first spring under new head football coach, Dion Coach Prime Sanders. But first, let me tell you about Craig's Power Equipment. Say goodbye to winter. By the way, it is the first day of spring. So say hello spring with seasonal savings at Craig's Power Equipment. Right now, you'll find all snow blowers at cost. Now it's the time to get your mowers and trimmers in for service before the spring rush. And don't miss our open house coming up on April 28th. At Craig's Power Equipment, all purchases are service on site and ready to go. And all warranties are handled here locally. See Craig's Power Equipment on the corner of Wasatch and Vermaho in Colorado Springs. Coach Brian? Yes, sir. Uh, first off, I think you gave some restaurant tour out there. A great opportunity, by the way, you just laid out there for them. So uh, I love his voice. Food restaurant. You see how things just change, <laughs> Coach Brian? He just got that voice, man. So what I want to ask you, though, is about that's our guest yesterday speaking with uh, Coach Prime after uh, CU's first spring practice. We'll get to that in just a, a moment, but I want to welcome in that uh, that thunderous voice, Mark Johnson, the voice of the CU Buffs. How you doing, Mark? <laughs> I'm doing very well. Thanks for having me on. Always good to talk to you. All right. Well, first, before we get to football, I want to start with basketball. As the Buffs just wrapped up their season last night, had a loss to a very good Utah Valley team, the argument could be made that Utah Valley deserved an at-large bid into the uh, NCAA tournament. But the Buffs finished the season uh, in postseason play in the NIT. But I think the message that needs to be sent out to the to the fans out there is that the best is yet to come. Well, I, I hope you're right. And I know that's the way Tad Boyle's thinking, you know, considering what, uh, you know, the season they just went through. And by the way, you were correct about Utah Valley. And I know a lot of listeners will say, I don't even know that I've ever heard of Utah Valley. And that's okay. But I'll tell you, Mark Mance has got a fantastic basketball team. And so there's no shame in losing to them, although the Buffs are very disappointed. But in regards to what your point is, yeah, I, I think, you know, if you look at, at what's coming back after, you know, this season now is wrapped up, you got Tristan De Silva coming back, you got, uh, K.J. Simpson will come back, obviously. Uh, Luke O'Brien's coming back. Uh, Lawson Lovering, the seven-footer inside, will be coming back. Julian Hammond will be back. Nick Clifford, that's a lot of talent right there. And then you add on one of the top recruiting classes in America and maybe the number one recruit in America in Cody Williams. I think there's a lot of reason to be real excited for, you know, Colorado basketball next season. But it, it's always a shock. You know, it, that's the thing about, about sports. When the season ends, only one team is happy, right? Everyone else comes, ends with a loss. And only one team is happy, but when it ends, it's just such an abrupt end to a long season. They play 35 games, and, and uh, everything comes to a halting, you know, screeching halt like we saw last night. It's disappointing for everybody. Yeah, and basketball not totally over with in Boulder because tonight the uh, the Buffs women's basketball team will be taking on the Duke Blue Devils in historic Cameron Indoor Arena for the right to head to the Sweet 16. Well, and, and that's just been a, a phenomenal season for J.R. Payne and company. And I don't know the women's game as much as I do the men's game, so I can't tell you a whole lot about Duke. But we do know that they're a very good basketball team. But the Buffs women, the way they've been playing, uh, they've been very good defensively all season long. They're led by a great point guard, 
uh, and and uh, you know she's had a phenomenal career, and uh, so I, I'm real excited about what they're doing. They shot the ball very very well the other night in their opening round victory over Middle Tennessee State at 14 three pointers that game. So they're playing, I think, right now their best basketball. And uh, like I said, with Jalen Sherrod kind of leading the charge there, what she does with the point guard position, I think they've got a great opportunity. And I'm not going to be shocked if they make the Sweet 16. So I think it's very exciting for, for CU basketball. And it's been a while since the CU women, you know, who have got a great history. You go back to Seal Berry and taking teams to the Elite Eight and having some uh, nationally ranked teams. And so this is an exciting time, I think, for Buff Nation. All right, now let's get to uh, football. All of the hype, the uh, predictions and the talk, is it's over with for now because Toe met Pigskin uh, yesterday on campus with the first spring practice of the Coach Prime era. Uh, Mark, what are your thoughts? Well, you know, it's, it's tough to evaluate a whole lot right now. I will tell you this. When you look at the guys that Coach Prime has brought in, they look the part. I mean, I just did an interview earlier today with uh, Jimmy Horn Jr., who's a wide receiver transfer from South Florida, who runs about a 4-3-8-40, and, I mean, he's got more speed than you can ever imagine. And so those are the kind of athletes that Coach Prime has brought on campus. So the raw material looks fantastic. Now, what they're doing right now, obviously, is the implementation of systems. You know, under uh, Sean Lewis on the offensive side and Charles Kelly on the defensive side, this is about what they've been studying, and now it's getting out of the practice field and learning those systems from a physical standpoint. So that's what's going on right now. They're going to have four practices this week. So they have Sunday, they have on Monday, and I have a Wednesday and a Friday. Then they break one week or spring break. We heard Coach Brock say during his press conference yesterday, he wasn't terribly happy about that, but that's the way it sets up. Then they'll come back. They'll have a few more practices before that spring game on April 22nd. So right now it's about implementation, about learning your culture, uh, and Coach Brock said yesterday, very much about building team unity, team identity, and uh, uh, all those sorts of things that coaches want when you bring in a bunch of new guys. So it's an exciting time. It's kind of fun to watch how this whole thing's unfolding. A couple things to take away out of that first practice yesterday. First of all, uh, the, the biggest thing I noticed and something that uh, uh, from watching what Coach Prime did down at Jackson State was just the pace of practice, unbelievably fast. Yeah, that's the one thing, and he was stressing that yesterday. He actually pulled out his practice script and was kind of laying out how things unfold in practice. And so his goal is to have great pacing and no wasted time in practice so it's very efficient. And then the idea is that once you're able to uh, perform within those systems at a high, high level with great pace, then by the time you get to the ball, get the pace of the game's not going to seem all that unusual. And so I know that that's a huge emphasis early on. When I, like I said, when I talked to Jimmy Horn earlier today, we, we heard from Shadour Sanders also yesterday in a press conference setting, and he talked about that as well. And so that, that's part of this learning process. I mean, you're preparing everybody now for what's going to happen You know, once we get to September, and they're trying to simulate uh, what a game situation is like as much as they can in practice to get them ready for that. The second thing was no numbers on the jersey. Can you explain to Buffs Nation what that's all about here in spring practice? Well, as Coach Prime said yesterday, he said, I'm old school, right? It's about earning things. And so uh, what he has done, <clears throat> in fact, when you walk through the practice facility, you see the guys, they've got their, you know, either their uh, uh, black or white jerseys on, depending on what side of the ball they're on. And there's a name on the back. So they've got their name. So in my case, it would be Johnson on the back, but there's no numbers. And, and Prime's point in that was you're going to earn your number. You're going to earn what kind of number you get. He went in and was talking about guys 
you know, demanding number one or demanding uh, single-digit numbers. And as Coach Prime said yesterday, I thought it was kind of funny, he said, and if you got number one, that meant you were the guy. So I'm not just giving that away to anybody. He also said, you know, in college football, you've got duplicate numbers. He said, back in my day, if you got a duplicate number, that means you were never going to play. They didn't believe you were going to play. So I thought that was kind of funny. But, yeah, you know, he's got this old school approach about him. And so his idea is you're going to earn the number that you're ultimately going to have here at the University of Colorado. And so that's the process they're going through right now. So these guys will learn it very quickly. Uh, nothing given to you. You're going to earn it. If you want to be part of this team, you better perform and you better take care of business. After the 15 practices are done, Mark, uh, what's, what's the thing you're going to be l- looking uh, forward to the most? Well, I think when that game rolls around on April 22nd, at this point we don't know what the format's going to look like. And, yeah, that can be anything from an actual game situation to more of a controlled scrimmage or anything in between. And so we'll wait and see what they decide upon once we get there. But what I'm going to be looking for initially is, well, obviously we're always looking at the quarterback, right? We want to see mm-hmm. Dewar Sanders performing at a high, high level. You want to see what kind of rapport he's got with the wide receivers. You want to see, uh, do guys seem to have a grasp of the system and obviously you don't want to it's not going to be a hundred percent by then but you want to see them you know very far down the road in terms of understanding the system can they run it we were just talking about pacing can they show that pace out there in a scrimmage situation so i think you want to see that you want to see what kind of physicality they have you want to see we're talking about you know those receivers understanding their route trees are going to run all those defensive back there are some good ones obviously he's brought in are they able to cover some of these top level receivers he's brought in and so you know just those things are we seeing great progression and you can kind of see what the finished product's going to look like by the time we get to september i'll be remiss if i didn't ask a question about a guy i think who has the potential to win a Heisman Trophy in Boulder, and that is Travis Hunter. Where are they going to lean Travis to, the offensive offensive side of the ball or the defensive side of the ball this year? Well, I, yeah, I think that's going to be an interesting you know thing to watch. Now, yesterday, uh, Coach Prime said, listen, this young man was born to defend. He was talking about him as a defensive back. So he's spending – much of his time, or most of his time, not all of his time, on the offensive side. In fact, when Shadour came in, uh, somebody asked him a question. He said, well, the good news is I've got Travis over on my side of the ball right now. So it sounds like mm-hmm. here in spring anyway, what we understand yesterday, much of the emphasis is going to be for him learning on the defense side. And Coach Prime went through all the things he'll be receivers have got to know in terms of footing and hand placement and, and you know how they stage themselves and all these kind of things and so he's learning that because in prime's words like i said he was born to defend so that seems to be according to what coach prime said yesterday that's the natural position now he's gifted enough as we well know to play at a high level on the offensive side so that's what apparently what they're focusing on in spring ball well april 22nd one o'clock in boulder i got a I got a handful of tickets already purchased. This game is edging close to a sellout, Mark. Talk about the excitement on Black and Gold Day. Well, that's something that is just almost inconceivable. I mean, I've been here now for 19 seasons, and the spring game has never been something that you've worried about finding a seat for, for goodness sakes. And just off the top of my head, if I think back over my previous, I guess my previous 18 spring games I would have covered, um, I think maybe the biggest crowd we've ever had, I don't know, seven, eight, nine, maybe 10,000. And, you know, here a couple of weeks ago, they already said they had 35,000 tickets sold for a 50,000-seat stadium, and those tickets are still going out the door. And so it's it's very possible you're going to see a sellout for a spring game at Folsom Field, which, like I said, is just 
unheard of for the Buffaloes. And so that just kind of indicates the kind of excitement that you're going to see around this program coming up this season. Mark Johnson, the voice of the CU Buffs. Mark, thank you so much. I know you had a long basketball season. Now you're going to get a little bit of a break before we uh, crank up with football season again. So enjoy your time off. I certainly will. It's always good to talk to you.